0: In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. About 10 years ago, one of our retired priests, the late Father Bill Rhodes, preached a sermon on this very Sunday morning and started it with this. Why the heck are we still celebrating Easter? Jesus has left the building. He has ascended into heaven. His disciples are here on earth. He's in his glory, so what's up with us? Why are we still celebrating Easter? Good question. Maybe because it's the church doesn't know what to do about waiting. We are in an in-between time. The disciples returned to a room in Jerusalem where they were staying and they devoted themselves to prayer, and we find them today in a place where they are awaiting the arrival of the Holy Spirit. A few years ago, I was invited to consult on a movie about this very time in the Bible, the time between the Ascension and the arrival of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. The director of the film, Brian Eadie, a filmmaker who's currently making a new movie about presiding Bishop Michael Curry, well, Brian gathered a cohort of theological minds from around the country to brainstorm topics for a movie that would take place exactly at this time, beginning with the ascension of Jesus and ending on the day of Pentecost. After hours and hours of deliberation and saying all kinds of random things, no one could seem to come up with a cohesive theme that would be able to be made into a film. The project was shelved. And this is really unfortunate because today's reading gives us a dose of exactly what we need to hear. What we seem to neglect about today is that we get one of the first glimpses into the lives of the disciples without Jesus. Yes, they follow what he says. They go back to Jerusalem and they wait, but the author of Acts gets descriptive and tells us exactly where they go back to, what the surroundings are like, and who is all there. We get to see the disciples gathered with Jesus' family and they themselves are people who are modeling the first Christian community ever. We somehow miss this. For some reason, it just glosses over us. But herein is our invitation for today. Every one of these people has had the most profound spiritual shakeup, spiritual awakening that they have ever encountered over the past month and a half. Jesus, their teacher, was crucified, and he was raised from the dead, and now he's ascended back to God, and no one knows when he will return. The truth of God's love is so very real to them, but they still have no idea what to do about it. So they stay together and they coexist as one united family. I'd be remiss if I didn't remind us about the account of the ascension from Luke's gospel, because in that passage, the ascension begins by saying, while Jesus was blessing them, he withdrew from them and was carried up into heaven, while Jesus was blessing him. Different story, but kind of the same. The word we're not hearing in Acts today, even though it's by the same, those both books are by the same author, is that Jesus' ascension takes place while he's blessing them, and the blessing seemingly never ends. They're now gathered in today's reading as people that are being continuously blessed by God, gathered in Jerusalem for a yet-to-be-determined purpose, being faithful to Jesus' command to wait for the Spirit. Their souls are on fire. They can hardly contain themselves, and so they dedicate their time to prayer. So on Ascension Thursday, the disciples received a blessing, but today Jesus promises them the arrival of the Holy Spirit. That waiting is hard. It's unclear. They and we sit in a middle place, caught between two beautiful realities, one which has been realized and another that has not yet been realized but your soul is on fire with God's love and you know there's a purpose out there for you, but it hasn't been totally revealed yet. What a place to be. The reality in many ways is our daily reality. Part of our spiritual refreshment renewal is to gather here in this space every Sunday to express our love for God and for one another, and to listen to that voice, to listen to that voice of God revealing a new way in which we are called to love the world, not for our own sake, but for the sake of God's kingdom and its righteousness, and to love the world like God loves the world. We are people who are very much in the messy middle of it all, the already and not yet Yes, we know that Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again, but what about us? What about us? I'd like to think that the time between the Ascension and Pentecost was a time when real discernment took place within the chosen family of Jesus. Everyone who gathered there after the Ascension This was a time in prayer that each and every person who was hanging out was praying for their gifts and talents to be used for something much greater than themselves. Each was praying for clarity of mind and of spirit. And some might have been praying for healing, for healing from things inside of themselves that were holding them back from the full experience of love and belonging that only God can give. Everyone was dedicated to this task, to spend time with God, to learn more about what the future might hold. Their work is a model for us. It's a model for the work that we have to do together This work is gonna help us realize how much God is setting our souls alive each and every day. This work is going to revolutionize the way we become a greater presence of God's beloved community. Yes, within these four walls, but also for a world that is all beyond these walls. This work of prayer and discernment is going to launch us into new realities of being that will change our lives. In fact, this work will transform us, but this work will also launch us into new realms of grace and forgiveness and love that honestly, right now, our hearts want so badly that it hurts. We, like the disciples, are called to pray. We, like the disciples, are people who operate a lot of the time in the messy middle, the already but not yet. We, like the disciples, have the capacity to change the world. Jesus has ascended. We know his blessing has been given to us in a new way. We know that God will reveal new things to us, greater things than we can ask for or imagine. All we have to do is pray. All we have to do is keep together. And if we do this, people of Trinity Cathedral, if we do this, we will indeed change the world. The blessing lives on. And yes, Father Bill, it is still Easter, alleluia.